July 19. Perspective on Psalm 90. There with we go. No, with Noah and Levi. <laughs> with Noah and Levi. <laughs> Had to throw in that Piper. Uh, we're just throwing intro. people off. We just wanted to throw people off. <laughs> Ma- mainly Matt, but that's okay. Yeah. Mainly, Anyways. But we're not going to roast Matt. Nope. We're, this we, is a non-roast Matt zone episode. <laughs> just for this episode. We'll see about next time. We'll roast Josiah, though. Heck you, Josiah. That's <laughs> 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 okay. Um. Anyways. Yeah, I called Josiah the other day and he didn't answer me. Yeah. You suck, dude. Come on. Anyways, Josiah's our brother, just so you guys don't know. So we can roast him. I think they know. <laughs> <laughs> um... But anyways, it's what I like, right, dude? Oh, yes. Levi, what do you like? I had something and I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, um, I like our intro. This intro. We, I like, we don't do it justice <laughs> to, to John Piper's intros. <laughs> John Piper just sounds super, like, dramatic. He has the voice for it. Yeah. We don't have the voice. No. Um, I like creatine. It's a good supplement. If you don't take creatine, everyone, you should take creatine. It is the most widely studied supplement that has ever existed. And for a long time, like, they're still coming out with new things that they're finding out about it. It's literally, like, the, like, the most, it's, like, the best supplement. Like, just, like, you get the most out of it. And it's something that you produce naturally in your body. um, And you can also get from naturally from, like, uh, meats and stuff. Okay. But basically, it, um... For a while, they thought it just aided in, like, muscles, muscle growth and strength and stuff. But they're also finding that it also, like, greatly increases your mental health and your, um, hmm. and your memory. Um, and so, like, they're now even, like, recommending that everyone just takes it. Because it also increases, like, your memory, your just mental, overall mental health, and just your overall health in general. Cool. Yeah. Now I'm going to be testing your memory the rest of the episode. Gosh. <laughs> My memory's already bad, so it's not going to help that much. <laughs> So yeah, we're going to talk about um, Psalm 90. Also, there's two... Should we read those two uh, reviews? Uh, yeah. We should, let's read those two reviews first. So we're kind of redoing... We actually already recorded an episode and it, we didn't it like sucks, it. It sucks though. <clears throat> it was terrible. And, yeah. um, and we also... I kind of... I don't know how, but somehow I had deleted some of the recording. So we're just redoing it. And this is going to be better, though. We're talking about Psalm 90. We're excited about this one. And and we're refreshed right now. We're not recording at midnight. So yep. I think this is going to be better. And so, But we did get two reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you all want to send us some reviews, you can do that. From um, Sky... Oh, I already rated this. Why is it making me read it again? Anyway. No, it always does that. From but... Skyly and her brother, Skyly says, These guys are so fun and encouraging. I love hearing their different opinions and perspectives. I've enjoyed listening to their episodes during my drive to work. Get your love and positivity here. Definitely worth a listen. And then her brother said, these guys are great. Levi reminds me of me. He must be a pretty cool dude. <laughs> and <laughs> Noah be. seems to just uh, seems just like a nice dude. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Keep it real. I love the banter as well as the honesty and the serious moments. I think, and yeah, that's it. I think today is actually River's birthday. I think. I feel like that's not like that. That kind of sounds familiar. I think I wished him a happy birthday today on Facebook. I don't remember. I wish someone a happy birthday on Facebook, wow. and I feel like it was him. See, you're the one that needs your memory tested. Maybe you should be well, taking some okay. creatine. Maybe I should be. Maybe <laughs> I should be. Um. So yeah, let's well, let's get in. Levi, why did you want to do Psalm ninety? Um, because it's just a, it's a book of the Bible that I've been thinking a lot about a lot more recently. 
Um, it's the it's actually the only I think it's the only psalm that was written by Moses, mm, I and think so. it is a prayer of Moses. Um, I specifically love the verses twelve through uh, seventeen, but okay. the whole the whole chapter is really good. Um, basically, the main main theme, at least what I think is the main theme of the whole chapter, is just God's sovereignty. Now He <clears throat> is overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, because God is overall and God is sovereign, we must, um, basically in return, he's asking God to, for us to submit to him and for us to be satisfied in him and to serve him in all of our days. Mm. Um, and this is a, uh, this is a Psalm of Lament, according to the ESV yeah. study Bible. Yeah. I haven't actually, I mean, I've read through it. I think even this year I read through it, um, and studied it, but it's been, a, I've studied a bunch of other stuff in between, so... Mm-hmm. It's actually the first book of book four, or the first chapter of book four. There we go. First chapter of book four. Yep. Um, but yeah, we can just get right into it. Let's dive in. We're stuff. just gonna kind of give our thoughts as we go through, go through our it. perspective. You know, yeah, our perspective. It's actually broken into Five sections, stars. so we can like do one little section at a time. At least mine is broken into sections. I don't know what yours is. See, so has yeah, little, like I, divisors there. I think uh, paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, have, but, I have paragraphs in mind. Anyways, the first two verses say, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Hmm. Um, I like that first part where it says, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Um, Moses said, I mean, throughout the whole, like, um timeline of israel Mm -hmm. a big theme has been just how god has been their god through generations and generations and generations and how god has not forgotten israel he's brought them he's brought them from abraham all the way until this point uh which was during moses's time so they were probably somewhere in the wilderness Mm -hmm. um or in egypt maybe still i'm I'm guessing this is more like when they were traveling towards this study bible says it's an unspecified disaster okay yeah, um, but it. right off the bat, even though, like you said, this is a psalm of lament, but right off the bat, as he's beginning this prayer, he's recognizing that God has not forgotten them. He's been their dwelling place right. throughout all generations, and he's brought them out of the land of Egypt, um, and he's kept them good, and um, he hasn't forsaken them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. Um, I like how it talks about you know god has been our dwelling place and that kind of reminds me of not only is god our dwelling place but we are also you know god god now dwells in us mm-hmm. you know you, you can kind of see a contrast or i don't know sorry contrast i don't know if that's the right word but i guess kind of a contrast i don't mm-hmm. know how what's the right word for that um Place. You, you would get what I'm saying. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> God, God has, you know, dwelled in different places. You know, you see in the Garden of Eden, he's he's dwelling there. And then you see him dwelling in the tabernacle. And now he dwells in us. Yeah. Spirit we dwells don't need... in us. And, yeah. um, you know, today we were going through Romans uh, 8 in church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to verse 9. It says that the Spirit dwells in us. And, you know, mm-hmm. that and you could unpack in like two sermons probably yeah. <laughs> um, but we sped right through that uh for the sake of time but this kind of reminded me of that how we are supposed to be dwelling you know in god 
and God dwells in us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's just powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Do you want to read the next part? Yeah. So verses three and four. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. Um, I think it's just talking about like how we aren't, you know, we're temporary. Yeah. You know, showing, but it's not just saying that, I don't think to say like, yeah, we're just, we're just like these tiny little people. Well, what, what do you contrast that with? God, right? Yeah. God is forever and has always been and will yeah. always be. Yeah. And I think the point of that is showing just how great God is. How. Yeah, I mean, in the next two verses, it says, You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. Mm. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, and in the evening it fades and withers. It's just talking mm-hmm. about, like, you know, our life is temporary. It's not forever. We are, compared to God, God is, God is our creator. He created everything and everyone including us and we we come from dust and one day we will we will, we will return to dust um and moses here is recognizing that he's seen that you know like mm-hmm. our little see we like us on earth like in our human minds we think man uh, 80 years 100 years that's so long you know yep. so long to live but in god's eyes that's just like a little blip on the map you know because one day we're going to face eternity, whether that's in heaven or hell. And right down the line, you know, when we're dead, far gone, and in eternity, looking back at this life is going to seem like absolutely nothing. I mean, even just as I get older, I can already tell that the years are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang, like, I remember when I was really little, it seems like... It's one like year it took forever. is so long. Yeah, like Christmas was just always so far yeah. away. Yeah, and here and we are in July like, already. This year yeah, time's gone. Halfway through July. Yeah, and it's been over a year since COVID started, you know? Yeah, it's well just, over a year. Yeah, and it's just, time just flies so fast now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. God lives outside of time, though. Mm-hmm. And the next part, um, well, you read five and six, right? Yeah. Okay, so seven and eight. For we are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. For you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. I like this because, um, <laughs> it's funny that I say that I like some <laughs> verses that talk about <laughs> now, God. see this, I agree with this one, okay? <laughs> this one, five out of five, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, but I like this because I feel like so often as Christians we always talk about like God's love. Um, how God's got to love and how he yeah. forgives our sins, which is all true, all good stuff. Mm-hmm. But we also need to be re- reminded that God is a God of anger and he will carry out his wrath against those who are not, uh, not in him. Um, and he knows all of our sins as well. Mm-hmm. He does not, um, he doesn't like, what is that verse that says he does not let the guilty go unpunished, but punishes, um, Judges yeah, uh, their the, sins for the, the third to the third and fourth generation, yeah. you know. Um, God does not let the guilty go unpunished. He will judge those who are not in him. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, I was reading a book by Sproul. 
obviously, again. You know, Your man. <laughs> no, so I was reading Sproul, and um, he was talking about uh, God's wrath and how God has, um, he, yeah. he made a distinction of two different types of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. One wrath that uh, all unbelievers will face one day, an eternal punishment in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talked about a kind of uh, like a discipline, disciplining wrath that um that christians will face mm-hmm. um and that's when like christians um because christians for a time can fall away and live in sin and um an unrepentant sin and uh Sproul makes a distinction and says that god in those times will sometimes use a sort of like disciplining wrath mm-hmm. to um to discipline them in that time and right. to um help them see their need for him and their need to turn back to him. Yeah. Um, and, but the, but the amazing thing is that that wrath is only a temporary mm-hmm. wrath in this life, mm-hmm. because if you're in him, you won't face his eternal judgment and his eternal wrath. You'll mm-hmm. face his eternal glory with him. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is such a beauty. Um, Amen. But preach brother. Oh my God. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, we got to keep going here. You want to read the next part? Yeah. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. Mm. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? Hmm. It seems also like he's... I mean, I think that, I think a lot of us have felt this a lot of times. I know, like especially like as I get older I feel like I feel this more and more just this like god you know how long am I <laughs> do I have to bear the weight of this world you know mm-hmm. this life like oftentimes I just feel like it's easy to just slip into that mindset of like what is the point of all this you know like why why am I going through all this stuff um why like just come come lord you know <laughs> like Bring me to heaven already. Like, I'm tired of this life, you know? Um, And I think Moses is feeling that here, just feeling like, yeah, you know, he says the span of their life is but toil and trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what really stuck out to me, too, is, yeah, if I, even by reason of strength 80, yet their span is but toil and trouble. Yeah. They're soon gone and we fly away. Mm -hmm. It's... Yeah, I think what you said is good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, 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 I was kind of touch, going to touch on some of that, but... Sorry. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you take all the good stuff. I'll prefer you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you say it better than I would anyways. That's not true. Y'all, Levi's got, like, all the terminology down now that he's, like, in school, <laughs> studying. It's not true. But thanks. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Um... It reminds me, though, of... Oh, what's that verse where... Uh, it talks about, like, we're, we're but a mist. Um, there's some verse. It's really good. I, I think it was Paul. I think it was Paul who said it. Paul says all the good stuff. Paul dude. says all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, he compares our life to, to a mist. Yeah. You know, like, if you're boiling water and, you know, the mist rises and... Gone. That was yeah. a good snap. Vapor. Yeah, that's a better Our life snap. is like a vapor. Like a vapor. That, I, think, I think that's <laughs> 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 Yeah. I think it is, Paul. Yeah. Our life is but a vapor. Yeah. And that's okay. kind of what 
what this reminds me of, but it, it's hard. Yeah. Hard stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think that up until this point, up from verses 1 to 11, that's what Moses is dealing with, is just, like, crying out to God. Like, right. God, like, what is, kind of like asking, like, God, what is the point of life, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's gone an instant, and all we see is trouble and heartache, and, like... Like, where is this relief? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not here for long. Where's my relief? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Especially being living in with Israel, you know, yeah. going through the stuff that they went through and just constantly, um, constantly being plagued by the thought of like, are you really going to be faithful, God? Are you really mm-hmm. going to bring us into the promised land and fulfill mm-hmm. all the promises that you promised us? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's keep going. We're almost okay. We're running out of time here. We're we're we're, we're going to get there. All right. <laughs> so the rest is all one. 12 through 17. Yeah, one section. Okay. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Mm, that's good. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad in all our days. Kind of just as we're going through this, guys, just kind of think of like this is now we're landing a plane here mm-hmm. and um, we're getting back. So this is like his his petitions, what he's asking for, and also remembering God. Yeah. Um, okay. Verse 15. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, hmm. and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants, and your glorious power to their children. Verse 17. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Mm. It's cool to see. This is, I love how it ends this. This is good stuff. This is getting to the good stuff. Five out of five. (laughs) Five out of five. Yeah, I like that um, at the end, like he spends the first 11 verses just crying out to God, like, God, where are you? What's the meaning of life, you know? Um, but then he turns to God, and, and, and he kind of goes back to where he started in verse 1, just recognizing that God, mm-hmm. you know, like, you've been faithful to us. Remind us of that. Every morning, satisfy us with your love, and help us rejoice in you, and mm-hmm. number our days into live in wisdom, you know? I really like how you pointed out how he's, he's bringing it back to where he started. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes in lament, you, I mean... Honestly, guys, go and pray psalms of lament and pray any psalm, but especially the psalms of lament. Pray through it, uh, and you'll, you'll learn how to lament. Lament is beautiful. Go read Deep Clouds, Dark, or Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, um, stuff like that. But anyways, lament is a process, and oftentimes it starts with, God, I know who you are. I know that you are great. I know that you're holy. I know that you're sovereign. I know all these things about you. But, you know, I believe it helped my own belief. Mm-hmm. I'm really struggling right now and life just sucks. You know, I, you know, this situation, that situation, you know, yeah. you have the list. And but, but then you go back, right? You end mm-hmm. it with going back to, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you are good. I know that um, your promises remain and you don't change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know... Uh, it's that's kind of the process of lament and it's, it's a healthy process of lament i should say mm-hmm. um yeah i like that you pointed that out 
Yeah. And I think it's it's also, yeah, like all of what you just said was really good. And I think, yeah, as Christians, we need to constantly remind ourselves, especially when we're going through hardships and trials of just the gospel and Jesus. And, um, you know, like you said, we were going through Romans 8 today, and it talks about how um, we are heirs with Christ, provided that we suffer with Christ. And mm-hmm. as Christians, we mm-hmm. will suffer. We will suffer hardship. And, um, and as Paul says, but as long as, I mean, as much as we're suffering, God's power is made perfect in our weakness and, Mm -hmm. um, his grace is sufficient for us. And, um, one thing though, that I really loved that Piper said in one of his recent podcasts was quantitative in this life, we may suffer more as a Christian, but quantitative, quantitatively, that's it. I pronounce that really (laughs) well. Quantitatively. Um, we won't suffer more than the non-believer because right. the non-believer is going to face eternity in hell right. while the believer is going to face eternity in glory without mm-hmm. any suffering, any pain, any sickness, you know? Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling Wait, at me? This is good. <laughs> good. That's not me. That's Piper. Um, but, yeah, just... I, I also want to point out, I'm just trying to throw a few thoughts out there, but I want to point out, like, in verse 13, he says, Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Some could read that and say, you're questioning God? Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? Yeah. You're asking God how long? You're not one to ask God how long. Mm-hmm. But think of, like, so often people are just dying inside and mm-hmm. are struggling with their unbelief and they're struggling with doubting and they're struggling with um, just fully trusting God. But they're not going to tell. They're not going to pray that. Yeah. God knows their heart, though. No, God yeah. knows your heart. Yeah, don't try and to hide your feelings you from God. Say, you say, <laughs> you're like, hiding, trying to hide your feelings, like, it's just not going to work. So if yeah. you're honest with God, with, I mean, I'm not saying just, like, go curse God, but, yeah, um, do <laughs> um, I'm also, but I'm, I guess I'm just saying, don't hide how you're feeling and just say, like, oh, yeah, everything's good. Yeah, and I don't think that he's also doing this necessarily out of anger, because no, I don't. Moses wants to serve God, right? But he's 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 having a hard time. He's struggling, and he's like, God, like, please help me serve you, satisfy me with your right. love. Yeah, and that's. And, I mean, he ends it with, um, you know, let the favor of the Lord of our God be upon us, and establish mm-hmm. the work of our hands upon us. Like, it's, it, it's yeah. it's obvious that he, you know, has a relationship with God mm-hmm. and wants to glorify God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I loved. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the Chosen, but. Y'all should watch it. Um, I forget which disciple it was, but it was the disciple that was the architect in the show. Um, and do you remember which one he was? I don't remember. But he basically was, before he became a disciple, he was, the show makes him out to be an architect. I don't know if he really was, but, um, basically everything was failing for him. Like his, everything he had worked for his whole life was failing and he had tried to follow Mm -hmm. God faithfully throughout his life and he just was not seeing any success in his life just mm-hmm. heartache after heartache and he basically just goes out into the wilderness in the show he goes out into the wilderness alone and just sits under a tree and just like cries out to god and just says, like god where are you like don't turn your face away from me look at me yeah have favor on your servant and i loved it because like in the moment he just was full of sorrow because like nothing happened he's just like god's not caring about me but then later, when Jesus comes to call him, he looks at him and he says, um, 
I did not turn my face from you. I I have seen you and I love you or something like that. And he he says when you were under the tree, I saw you. Yeah. Which yeah. in the Bible it doesn't actually say he was an architect, but it does. Which, Jesus, uh, yeah. Jesus does say when you were under the tree, I saw you. Oh, it does in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Y'all <laughs> fact check me on that. <laughs> but anyways, we've gone too long. Um, wrap up your. Yeah, I would just say like <laughs> even if you don't feel it in the moment or feel like. God doesn't see you, he does. And he'll, yes. and eventually he'll show you that, whether maybe that's later on in life or immediately or once you get to heaven. Mm-hmm. But um, God does not turn his face from those whom he loves. Mm. Amen. That's, that's the Romans right there. Yep. <laughs> Romans 8. <laughs> there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. Oh, I have the outro, don't I? Thanks for joining us, guys. Yep. I feel like... We didn't. We, I, I almost wish we had done the real intro, but that's okay. Why? I don't know. It's no, good. we have to get your man off. And we didn't. Yeah, we caught man off. <laughs> and, we did, and we didn't roast him, so yeah, it's good. Go. Mission successful. This Anyways. is a successful podcast. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, catch us next time here on the Patterson Perspective. <laughs>